Iowa State loses 75-72 at TCU Today, your instant reaction podcast. Of course, is courtesy of our friends at Carl Chevrolet. Look for them at The Rock, the Ankeny exit right there on Oral Labor. And you guys ask me a lot. Hey, the site's free. What can we do to help you guys out? There's a couple things. We have our Patreon. You can always donate to that. And you can also um, support our advertisers. And Carl Chevrolet has been supporting the Instant Reaction Podcast here for a while. So we uh, appreciate that and want you guys to um, consider that with your next car buying experience due to their sponsorship of Cyclone Fanatic. All right. um, I actually, believe it or not, I might have a different view of this than... A lot of fans. You guys are really fired up, I see, on Twitter. Uh, and rightfully so. Because um, you don't expect to get swept by TCU. I might swerve here, though. Because I thought at halftime, I had a guy, um, a friend of mine, text me. And he was wanting to bet the halftime line. Which was Iowa State um, at minus four. And I... I was like, I wouldn't do that because at that point, I thought Iowa State was going to get run out of the gym. I was looking at what what we were seeing in the first half, and it looked like a basketball team that really didn't want to be there. They, they didn't look passionate. They didn't look excited about what they were doing. Um, none of that, right? It was ugly. The, the, the chemistry looked off. The ball movement was bad. The defense was worse, etc. And at that point, I was fully prepared to come on here and do a blowout reaction podcast. I do take some. Well, first of all, you got to realize that I I had wiped them out of the Big Twelve. So to me, like today meant nothing for me in that sense. I think you have to realize that before we have the following conversation. Um, the fact that they played as poorly as they did offensively for as long as they did. And they found a way to, I don't know, there was that hop in their step later in the second half that you didn't see early on. Now you can critique them all you want for not showing up to start. I, I completely agree with that. That has to be addressed. Why was that the case? We'll find out. Um, however, I'm looking more at a long-term view of this team right now. And the fact that they didn't fold, I think, is a big plus. I, I thought they were going to fold. I, th- I thought we were going to have a conversation here after this game, like a legitimate sky is falling. Um, what does Iowa State have to do to maintain its spot in the NCAA? I, I thought we were getting into a really bad spot. And they they didn't do that. I know that this is – you shouldn't be happy with a loss, and I'm not. I thought I, I clearly you wanted Iowa State to win today. I'm just thinking my feelings at halftime were I was in a dark spot with this team at halftime, and I was happy to see them bounce back the way that they did purely from an emotional standpoint because they were giving off the vibe early that they didn't want to be playing together, that they didn't want to be there. Their body language was terrible in some of those timeouts that TV caught. It was an ugly scene. And that all seemed to get better throughout the course of the day, which leads me to believe that, and and hopefully that can carry over out of this, 
We all get in funks at certain points in our lives. We all go to work some days when we're not as efficient and we're not as good as others. I'm hoping this week for Iowa State was that. There are no guarantees, but um, I, I was that. That's the positive. The negative is, I mean, when you look at the box score, um, you know, if you go two for twenty on the road from three, you know, that stat alone makes it really surprising that Iowa State was even in this game. I mean, two for twenty is really, really bad. <laughs> Not breaking any news here. That's really, really bad from three-point range. And usually when you do that, when you go 10% from long range, you've shot yourself out of the game. And um, so that's where you have to start. The The shots weren't falling. A, a great example is if you go back to the Kansas State game a week ago, Iowa State hit 58% from three. That's a game where you're not going to lose when you go 58% from three. Really, nothing else matters. If you go 58% from three, you're you're going to probably win more often than you're not. And when you go two for 20, that's a recipe for disaster from the start. Um, Breaking down some of these individual... Uh, Ty- Tyrese Halliburton is an interesting case to me right now. He's 0 for 5 from the 4. He did have 7 assists, so that that is a that is a major plus. Um, but he seems to me like he's regressed at this point in the year. I think he's hit a freshman wall, not only in the sense that he just doesn't look as confident out there, but I think that teams have really found um, a good scouting report on him. They keep pushing him back. They keep playing physical with him. I, I I wonder if, you know, Oklahoma coming to town on Monday, if this is time to switch up the starting lineup. We've been wondering about that for a while. Um, and I'm wondering now if this isn't a good spot for Steve Prump to be able to say, okay, um, this isn't working right now. Let's try something different. And I think that would be a smart decision. That That's something I would strongly consider if I were Steve Prohm. Going into Monday, Wigginton wasn't great. You know, it's not like he was awesome today. Um, in 33 minutes, he was 6 of 14 from the field, 15 points. Um, so it's not like he was super efficient or anything like that. Um, really, the only player I would say who played good offensively was was Michael Jacobson. He was nice today. Uh, 17 points, 7 rebounds for the, for the forward. Nick Babb, 3 for 12. Horton Tucker, 6 for 15. Marielle Shyock, two for five. It was really a poor. Uh, Lard was five for five, and Jacobson was seven for 11. That's what kept Iowa State's field goal percentage even respectable today at 44%. It's because those two guys were really good in the paint. Absolutely nothing fell. And you got to blame ball movement for it. Sometimes you just have bad shooting days. That happens in the sport of basketball. But um, clearly, um, the Cyclones are all out of sync. De- de- defensive uh, offensively, but I believe that starts defensively. Chad makes a good point on our um, Facebook Live right now, and thanks for your contributions, Chad. I, you know, maybe um, I don't think Steve Prohm bench is bad, but Bab Bab looks off too. Um, you know, you don't just bench the senior; he's he's proven 
he still had six assists and six rebounds to go with his eight points. So he's he's effective in the 39 minutes. But his shot isn't right. I mean, he the last month Nick Babb is not he has not hit many shots um, that are with you know in the ones that he's taking, the ones around the basket he's been okay with. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you, you hope at this point that they can, you know, bounce out of this shooting slump that Iowa State is clearly in. And I, but I do. I liked how they kind of hung around in that game because I thought they were going to get absolutely killed at halftime. I thought this was going to be a twenty-point loss. Um, we'll see. We shall see. Um, coming up on Monday, it's Oklahoma. I feel like I don't know about you guys, but every game's a scary game to me at this point. I don't. There's really not a team on the schedule where I'm like, "Oh, that's a win." You would have thought that would be the case with Oklahoma, right? I don't. I don't feel that way at all. Going into Monday, that's going to be a game where um, we we all go into Hilton Coliseum a little bit nervous as to how that one should play out. But man, got to um, got to play um, better than they did today. There's there's no doubt about that. Quick turnaround. And uh, Jared Stansbury will have a write-up on this game. That's all I got for you right now, the Instant Reaction Podcast. Of course, we were brought to you by Carl Chevrolet. Thanks for watching on Facebook Live. Um, And thanks to everybody listening on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. If you like what we do, it always helps us. It's advantageous for you to leave reviews, um, rate our podcasts. Clearly, we want you to leave positive reviews. Also, I want to do a quick reminder Coming up next Thursday, we will have our annual Cyclone Fanatic recruiting party where the coaches come down. Um, That will be at Whiskey River in Ankeny at the venue. Great opportunity to take pictures with our special guests. Um, Kids are welcome. We're going to put together a nice program for you guys. So um, look forward to seeing you all there next Thursday. There's an invite RSVP deal on our Facebook page. So go and and check it out. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, Have a great rest of your Saturday.